It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Welcome to Smart Money Questions, the podcast that helps you better prepare for your financial future, whether that's getting ready for retirement or just handling life's issues that pop up and trying to analyze them from a financial perspective. We are here to help you. I drive the bus. Matt Hausman answers your questions and the things that might be on your mind. He's the founder of Old Security Group with an office in Westchester, Pennsylvania and Newark, Delaware but also serving clients all throughout the country. You can find us online by going to smartmoneyquestions.com. And the topic of our conversation today is common 401k questions. And we didn't try and come up with a fancier topic or fancier headline for this particular podcast because, Matt, everybody has questions about 401k, and they always kind of end up having the same questions about 401ks. That's what makes them common. And I think when people have common questions about one particular topic, it's okay to hit that topic multiple times over the head so that we all make sure that we're on the same page. And as a caveat, if you're saying, well, I don't have a 401k, but I have a 403b, or maybe it's a a similar type of account to those, this advice will probably apply to you as well. So we're not excluding those of you who have, you know, some of those other types of accounts. So what else would we be talking about here, Matt? Is it uh, TSP plans and that kind of thing would also kind of fall into these categories? Absolutely. TSP plans, 457s, 403bs, 401ks. Really, you're talking about qualified retirement plans through employers. So 401k is the most common one, but the other ones, so 403b is also a very popular one, 457, TSP. Um, I've even seen RSP, Retirement Ooh. Savings Plan. So really, it's the it's the company-sponsored or the organizationally-sponsored retirement account. I knew you would know all the letters and numbers, so thank you for <laughs> rattling all of those off. So here are the four most common questions that we get about these kinds of plans. First one, Matt, should I contribute as much as I can to my 401k or whatever my plan is, or only as much as the company will match. So, hey, you can contribute 17%, but the company's only going to match 4%. What should I try and do? What's the best goal to have? What I'll say is 90% of the time is I'm going to recommend someone only go to the match. And let me just clarify what I mean there. The reason that you might have, you might want to overfund the 401k is when you're looking at your overall asset base, you need a little more money on that side of the equation, which is the qualified retirement account or the IRA or the pre-tax money. And you need to be able to take advantage of the, of the tax gain that you get now or the reduction in your tax bill. But that's only about 10% of the time, 90% of the time when people look at their asset base, they recognize that all of it or the vast majority of it is already in that category and they need to start diversifying. So we always want to take advantage of the match if you can afford it. That's always a given. And then after that, we want to be looking at if the company, does the company have a Roth 401k plan? Can we put money into that? Or if we qualify, should we go out and look to do a Roth IRA on our own? But to answer the question, 90% of the time, you're only going to go to the match. 10% of the time, you want to start to look at where are all of my monies from a tax perspective 
And do I have enough in the retirement account side of the equation? Great to know that perspective. So should you contribute as much as you can to a 401k or only the company match? Again, most often it's going to be only to the match, but there are exceptions to the rule. Uh, another common 401k question that Matt gets all the time is, should I use the target date funds that are in that 401k? If you've had any of those employer-sponsored plans, you've probably seen the, you know, I don't know, Matt, what would it be, Fidelity 2045, or, you know, whenever your retirement date is, then you see that number that follows those target date funds. Should you use those? What you really want to look at is what are the other options, if any, that are within the 401k or 403b investment opportunities that you have. Remember, all of these plans, they dictate what your investment options are. And then if you have other options where you can create a diversified portfolio in those other options, let's say you've got a U.S. large cap fund and you've got an international large cap fund, you can start to develop your own diversified portfolio where these target funds are designed or they're thought to be designed as creating a diversified portfolio. And Walter, I think you mentioned um, like a Fidelity 2045. The idea is you're going to be retiring in 2045. And as you get closer to that date, they'll dial down the risk that you're taking. But what I have found is when we've done the different reports that we have access to on those funds is that's not necessarily the case. So if you have the opportunity to build that diversified portfolio with the other investment options that are there, I would tell you to look at that before going to the target. Unfortunately, I'm seeing a lot of retirement plans now that only offer the target funds. And in that case, if that's the only opportunity, then that's what you're going to have to use. But if you have those other options, I would tell you it's definitely worth the time to investigate what those are and how you possibly could put that together yourself. That's a really good breakdown of target date funds. And I know it just scratches the surface and we could go probably for a long time. You're right on just talking about target date funds. And maybe that is a topic we'll dive into a little bit deeper on a future podcast, but that should give you at least a nice covering of that topic here as we discuss the common 401k questions that Matt often gets. Another one, Matt, is taking a 401k loan always a bad idea. I'm going to say no. And what that's this not is, what I was expecting. Couple, that's counter to what I thought you would do. Yeah. The reason I would say no is it needs to be a specific situation. So anytime you use the word always, that means there's no variation from that. But, you know, in some cases it can make sense, especially if you're under 59 and a half and you're thinking on taking a distribution, you're going to get, you know, hit with taxes really, really hard. But here's the key is if you're going to take that loan out, is you want to understand the loan conditions and rules that your 401k plan has and what that payback schedule looks like. Every 401k, every 403b, all of those plans are written differently and they have different rules around specific things like taking a loan out and what the payback is and most importantly, can you afford it? The other thing is, let's don't just take, I mean, come on, we're not going to take a loan out of the 401k just to put a pool in the backyard. I mean, let's be realistic. So we want to understand why we're taking it out and what is the interest rate that they're going to charge and what's going to be the payroll deduction and the payback that I have to do to that 401k. So is it always a bad idea? Eh, Most of the time, yes, but not always. So in some cases, looking at the 401k loan opportunity, depending on what you're attempting to do, can make the most sense. All right. Last but not least, another common 
401k question that you get all the time, Matt, I'm sure, is when should I take money out of the 401k or the 403b or whatever it may be and roll it over to an IRA instead? As soon as you can, unless you're planning on working past the age of 70, where if it's still in the 401k and you're still working and contributing, you wouldn't have to take your minimum distribution. But outside of that, as soon as you can, at 59 and a half, if there's the opportunity that you get to do what's called an in-service transfer while you're still working, you're still going to contribute, you're still going to get the match if they're doing that, is moving it out. We were just talking about the investment restrictions that those plans sometimes create where you might only have 30 investment options. You roll it out to an IRA, basically now you can go invest in wherever you want it to. I actually have, I always talk to people about the diversity that you can then create if you roll it out to an IRA. I have clients that own homes inside their IRA. So that's pretty diverse. We're not even talking about a U.S. large cap. We're talking on they own homes within their IRA. So there's different things that you can look at. But if you're planning on working, I actually have a client where when they came on board with us five years ago, that was his intention was to working past 70. So we didn't move the 401k specifically for the reason of not having to take the RMD when he turned 70. So most of the time, I'm going to say as soon as you can roll it out, you're going to want to move it. You're going to want to increase your investment options and increase the diversity that comes with that except for that one caveat if you're planning on working past that age of 70. All great questions that we get uh, often about 401ks and 403bs and the like. These are some of those common 401k questions that people have, but it may not be an exhaustive list. So if you still have questions about your 401k or your 403b, I do invite you to get in touch with Matt Hausman and ask about those questions directly because, you know, things do eventually get more nuanced and specific, but that gives us a nice starting point at least. If you do want to reach out to Matt to talk about your particular 401k or 403b and your financial situation, 610-719-3003 is your number to call to reach him. That's 610-719-3003. Or you can always get in touch with us through the website, smartmoneyquestions.com. That might be where you're listening to the podcast today. That's smartmoneyquestions.com, your place to go to ask your questions and to find out more information about Matt and his team at Old Security Group. They have offices nearby if you're in Westchester, Pennsylvania, or Newark, Delaware, but also serves clients all across the country as well. Matt, thanks for answering some of those common 401k questions, and uh, we'll talk to you on the next podcast. Sounds great. All right, there you go. Matt Hausman, and I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you again next time on Smart Money Questions.